Hey guys, welcome to the inaugural episode of Boats and Bourbon, where we talk about all things boats and bourbon. Yeah, that's right. Hang in there. We're going to have a good time today. Captain Jake here. I'm joined by Captain Brian. We are both, I guess I'd say, semi-experienced boaters. Would you, would you call us <laughs> semi-experienced? I guess semi-experienced. I mean, you know, I, I boat on freshwater lakes. So That's true. That's according true. to the masses, that means I don't know what nautical means. But, you know, it's uh, possible. Well, you know... That's just kind of how it is. I mean, we are here in landlocked Ohio, so there's not a whole lot of options. Not really. Not really. I mean, well, that said, though, there actually is. That's true. That's true. We've got quite a few freshwater lakes. So a lot of them are smaller, and we have crafts of all sizes. We do. And different types as well. So that's the, that's kind of the fun part about it. Absolutely. Well, well I want to get into who we are and what we're doing here exactly. Why, why, why are people listening to us? So good. Yeah, Go that's a good fair point. Heck, I don't know, man. We just decided to uh, chat with people about, uh, you know, what it's like to boat in Ohio. I mean, we didn't see anyone else doing it. So, uh, you know, I've been boating for a long time myself. I, I, I grew up on a 59 Larson. Nice. You know, little Beautiful. fiberglass. Beautiful boat. boat. 14 feet, you know, 40 horse Avonrood, smoking like the Dickens. Uh, Delaware State Park, that was where I ha- uh, hailed from. Uh, so... Good times. How about yourself? You know, I I had a couple of early ventures out um, in the uh, in the pirate ship in our backyard. No, no, no. Honestly, uh, my my grandpa had a boat, and we <laughs> took it out fishing a couple times. We were a Lake Erie boat, right? You know, and everybody, you probably know what it's like to be out in a seventeen footer in the middle of Lake Erie. Oh yeah, buddy. It's fun. It's fun. You're not really catching fish. The fish <laughs> are actually watching you, waiting for you to fall in. Yeah, or barf over the side, which I did more than once. Exactly. Off Marblehead. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we caught much walleye that year, but um, yeah, it was a it was a good time. So yeah, and and of course now, like I said, we're we're freshwater boaters. We enjoy uh, boating on some of the inland lakes here around Ohio, and you know, ultimately we want to get out and 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 check out the waters all around. I've been looking at Erie again myself, and the rest of the Great Lakes. I mean, geez. Where else in the country, maybe even this planet, can you go? You got such an abundance of 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 water and, and yep. even abundance of boats. Absolutely, it's an inland ocean. It's pretty amazing. I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Michigan, I think, has the uh, top number of boats registered in the entire country. No, oh, no kidding. I know. Found well, they're surrounded by water. Yeah. So that's I mean, fair. They do get it honest up there, and they also have the glacial lakes that I would really love to check out. Oh, Although story. I heard one of those is extremely shallow the other day from a cat down in Cincy. Yeah, you know that, and therein lies the problem with a lot of these midwestern lakes, and even some of the Great Lakes. Right, you go up to Erie, and I mean you're dragging bottom a lot of the time, right? I yeah. mean you got to watch out for that stuff, and that that shallowness. Well, some people think, oh, hey, I'd rather boat in shallow water. That stuff's dangerous. Storms kick up. Yeah, storms kick up. And, you know, we we love boating on these inland lakes because you don't have a lot of the challenges of the saltwater guys, right? You know, you don't have to worry about flush and everything. And and even up on the Great Lakes, you got to worry about zebra mussels and, you know, washing your craft off when you pull it out. And we don't have any of that. It's beautiful. None of that. I mean, right into the water, right? And right out when we're done. Typically. You just get the scum. That's the fun part. Well, you know, the scum comes with it. But, you know, for me, it's about really enjoying boating and making sure I get out so I can get my bourbon. 
honestly. I mean, at the end of the day, that's... Yeah, speaking of bourbon, what are we drinking today? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is boats and bourbon. I guess uh, we should uh, we should qualify oh, for a list. That smells like a bourbon. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I guess we're just doing some Woodford Reserve today. Nothing too fancy. Nothing too fancy. You know, starting off with what we had on hand. I got a, I got a little bit of... It is a staple. It is a staple. You got to you know. have it. I mean, mm-hmm. if you get a bar on your boat, you got a cabin cruiser, you better be having Woodford somewhere in there. I would, I would go with that. I would go with that. Skip the makers. The bottle's pretty. Skip the makers. Pretty, but, yeah, yeah, you know, you got to go. That's on a little bit of quality class. I uh, honestly, I'll have some t- of that. Tell, okay. tell everybody a little bit secret. I put a couple, a little shakes of orange bitters in here, just kind of spruce it up a little. See, I'll, I'll, I'm a Manhattan guy, so yeah. you know, it's kind of, you know, I go down that path for. when I put the uh, button down on, but you know, mm-hmm. I like it neat, so that's how I'm taking it. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. So, so. I, obviously, we're we're avid boaters, you know, both of us, um, the captain and myself. And uh, what what do you what's your craft now? What what are you hailing with there? Oh captain? man! So there's been a long list, right? But uh, today there's a 24 foot Yamaha in the steed it's a and beautiful a, boat. a little uh, Sea Doo from the 90s. Uh, you know, it's like a Barbie car, but you had to have it, right? And, and that Yamaha, that's a jet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I tell you, you know, a lot of people discount jet boats. Yes. Uh, as a former jet boat owner, I had a Yamaha a few years back. Love them. Love them to death. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they're going to Maneuverability work. will Maneuverability hurt you. is always going to get At you. At low speed. Low speeds, they tend to be a, a bit of a butt dragger. They're kind of, yeah, I might as well get you get used to it, though. I mean, do. she sails around. I mean... The first day that I brought that boat home, wow. But now it's gotten to be a lot easier. It's all about the drift, um, paying attention to the wind, and you know, just kind of massaging it. And always remembering that reverse is completely backwards from a prompt boat. Yes, it is. That's the problem. You know they started adding those, uh, what they call them, articulating keels in some of the later models, which mm. I don't know if those really helped. I mean, the guys have cobra know. fins and everything else. I have the co- yeah, so I totally have the cobra fins. Um, I'm not thoroughly convinced they helped because actually I started on a much smaller jet boat and, I, and mm-hmm. I've had several skis as well, mm-hmm. right? And of course, a ski, you spin it on a dime. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the first jet boat didn't have anything like that because it was a Merc head sitting on top of a pump and it just was a rocket ship. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like this bigger boat does any better. No. <laughs> um, the fins might help me at higher speed, maybe with some longer arcs, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, you just you just you it's, take the good with the bad. It's a twenty-four foot jet ski. Yeah, she is. Um, the thing is, is she doesn't spin out like a jet ski, right? That's true. That's <laughs> true. I mean, you can try and make it spin out like a jet ski. Uh, you know, the wife gets upset about that when I throw yeah. a wine across the boat. <laughs> Man, or or the bourbon. I mean, come on, let's. Oh, be yeah, honest. fair I mean, enough. Seriously, uh, fair enough. I mean, wine. You can you can always replace more wine, but. Uh, it's hard to get more bourbon, let's I, be honest. Yeah, you know? they are running out these days, I hear. I that's a terrible travesty. That's, that's That really is. You so, can't age corn whiskey and make it into bourbon with just sticks of wood. You really can't. <laughs> I miss my jet boat. I do. Uh, I got to say, you know, I moved on to the uh, the pontoon. Got the 24-foot pontoon. You try do have a Let's be honest. It's a tri-tune. Yeah. And it's... I mean, it's nothing fancy, you know. It's got the. She raises hell. Don't let him. Don't let him. Right. He just wishes he would have bought the bigger motor. I wish I would have bought the bigger motor. I mean, I'm running a 150, which is pretty decent. I'm. I was being cost conscious, right? I am. You but, gotta. I mean, you see these. But pontoons? she's got a beautiful arch, and she it does. has a sparkly paint job. She's sparkly, and she's red on the sides. She's red. I mean, you can't. 
Yeah, it's nice. she's a beautiful boat. She she does move, and I gotta say, compared to those old style pontoons, she turns on a dime. That's sangria, baby. It's sangria. That's yeah, I should have given a bourbon name. Honestly, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about He's it, just I talking mean, about spilling wine. I know that's true. Very true. Well, that's okay. Mine has not got a alcohol name either, so you know, naughty. That's true. Yeah, naughty, naughty dreams. dreams. Yeah, that's a, that's a good name. I know. Should should qualify that uh, that not is K N O T, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're do, you're trying to do the whole play on words, right? Well, it's actually naughty as in nautical. Is it? Oh, that's right. It is naughty. This guy right? just bought me a Christmas shirt that said naughty dreams. There you go. Forgot. See, I didn't even remember. But uh, yeah, so. The boats are fun, and we have the best of both worlds, and we're tied up out there all the time. Um, and, it, I mean, that that's on our topic right now of our favorite boats. And I think we're really torn. Um, yeah, so Jake had a, a really beautiful Yami before I did. She's gorgeous. And, Miss it to this day. And I... That boat would spin on a dime, right? And and mine's a lot bigger boat. It's it's like three feet longer, and she's so much heavier, and she just is not the same boat as the little one. And I was thinking the same thing about the uh, the little jet that I just mentioned earlier on the way here. Actually, talking to the missus, it was like a rocket ship, right? Oh, there's something to be said about those smaller boats. You yeah, know? Like totally. The, like the sub twenty footers. I mean, those guys just they move. You know, you can just jump on it. You can do spin outs. You can do cool stuff. You can always find a dock, right? Yeah. And if you can't, you just make one. <laughs> you I just mean, put it in there. You get to the 24, 27-footers, and things start to get a little bit bigger and serious. You get to 30-footer, and you're starting to talk about, are you even at an 8-foot beam anymore? I yeah. Mean, that's the latest thing, right? I mean, everybody Absolutely. wants to go to a to a 9-foot or 10-foot beam, and well, now you've got the problem. You can't tow that puppy down the road. Yeah. At least well, not without permits. For sure. Or without I mean, getting caught. I think I'm only rocking like an eight foot beam and that, that'd be about what you are with wise too. Right. And mm-hmm. yep. I mean, it is absolutely an art form sometimes in the wind over here because like my wife likes to say on Indian, it literally blows like the wizard of Oz. That's true. And we take the easterly. So speaking of nautical again, if we digress for just a moment, go ahead. I have hit more than one storm on Indian, and you know we we average seven to eight feet, but our deepest spots are fifteen to seventeen, maybe. Yep. And I'm telling you right now, you get on the east side of the lake, on the northeast side of the lake, buddy. When a storm kicks up, oh, I know. Wow. You know, surprisingly, you know. Talk to a lot of boaters that are up on Lake Michigan or Superior, for God's sakes, you know, and, and even Erie. I mean, these guys are, are kicking up some decent storms up there, but you know, I don't, I wouldn't discount the small inland lakes at all. Yeah, I mean, some of these guys would just different craft size, right? Different craft size, but in, in, and yeah. made for the lake. I don't have a closed bow. I've got an open bow. They will get I got nasty. Tri tune, pontoon, whatever. I've absolutely taken water over the bow in, in the jet boat before, and it yeah. kind of has a scoop bow, so you know that that tends to happen. But, I mean, that stuff gets gets challenging, especially in a jet. Nah. Like you mentioned before, you don't have the maneuverability. So you you're already going slow. And when you hit, when you crest those waves, guess what? That intake's sucking air. Yep. And on a, unfortunately, a jet boat, when you're sucking air, you're not moving forward. So there's always that. I mean, it's like I said, big jet ski. Yeah, um, for sure. I do miss having an I.O. boat. So, you know, a little bit of a preface as well mm. is that, you know, the Larson graduated into an I.O. boat. And we had a Mercruiser. We had an I.O. boat for a long time, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, 
I grew up on that for the better part of 20 years. And I had two of those boats and they ranged from 17 foot to 20 foot. And it's amazing and 20 feet of water or more, but it gets really challenging in this, in the shallower waters over here. So that's why we moved away from it because yep. we were just busting props because we don't want to tear up lower units. So we won't run stainless. That's true. There there's uh, you know, and that does tend to be one of the drawbacks of the inland lakes. You know, we talked about it. You don't have the salt and the zebra mussels and everything, but you do have tree stumps, you know, and, and those puppies do pop up every once in a while and all sorts of weird submerged items like snowmobiles. Um, <laughs> that <laughs> it happens, folks. It's, it's serious, you know. Check your ice depth before you go out there. But, I mean, that kind of stuff will, will definitely rip off your, your I.O. Now, that's where, I, that's where you and I are going to differ because I'm going to be an inboard guy every time. And I'll tell you why. I just I, I I like not having all that extra gear hanging off behind me. Yeah, right? I like everything being contained. And yeah, if I throw a prop, okay, I bolt on a new one, and and away we go. Uh, hopefully, you know? it's not made out of brass though. Hopefully since we've graduated to the oh, boats no, no. that we really want. That's true. Oh, that, okay. If we're going there, <laughs> if we're going there, I'm gonna have to just break it out. Carver C37, baby. <laughs> I mean, does it get any better? Now I mean. I, I, I know Carver's changed up their line. I'm a you Chris know. Craft guy. I know. You know, there are some beautiful <laughs> actions. Have you seen the new Commander? That Commander 52, I believe. Oh, oh, she's a beautiful boat. Now, unfortunately, I don't have a million bucks sitting around. Yeah, exactly. Buy one. I would definitely buy one in an instant. But there's something I, to be said for, for that style. I mean, Chris Craft is just beautiful. I mean, it's fair. a classic. The lines are just beautiful. I know, but like I could, you know... I grew up in the Miami Vice days, as you did, right? So mm-hmm. you could totally hook me up with a fountain or like a Baja, <laughs> a Donzi. Give me a cigarette boat and a couple of big blocks with a through-haul exhaust. Just see, see, that's one thing pass I've, everything but a gas station. I'm in. <laughs> I've never been into that kind. See, I, I, I guess my, my perfect uh, style of cruising is more... Well, cruising, right? Yeah. You know, I want well, I want to just chill out. I don't get want the, the munchkins big... and the misses involved, and all of a sudden, well, yeah, you know, the take, hot rod slows the down. You're taking the family, and yeah, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. And I'm honestly, I'm more of a cruiser. That's where I want to be. I want to yeah. putz into a port. I want to tie off, and I want to go find some bourbon. <laughs> I want. I mean, go let's fast. be honest. Right? Yeah, you know? I, I will. That's the thing. I will hold out for the bourbon so I can go fast and have the wipe the tears out of my eyes. Like, wow, yeah. that air was so quick hitting me in the face i mean that's <laughs> it is a beautiful thing when you get up there i mean and that's what i got the jet ski for yeah know? be able to just get out there and just i'll go. tell you what here's a funny story for you yeah, guys speaking of jet skis so this guy's got a three-seater and he bought a 90s sea as well and mm-hmm. mostly because like he's like well you know how to fix it and i'm like oh crap now i'm on the hook for fixing another 96 sea and you know these old two-stroke boats like they, they are. They're a maintenance item. They don't have sealed pumps, and you know your motors are going to be more prone to tanking and everything. But I mm-hmm. digress. The funny part is, is this guy can get out there on that on that three seater. He's got like about two thirds of the motor of me, and on a typical day on our lake on Indian, he is just wide open, holding the throttle down to the bars, and I am doing everything I can to just grab water because mm-hmm. he's three feet longer than me and yep. about 200 pounds heavier it's, it's crazy it's keeping it it's all that weight man it's uh it's those extra girl scout cookies i ate and it's just it's just holding the entire boat i was boat going down. with the boat only but oh yeah you know you're right it was uh, it's definitely i had some boat. of those those cookies as well earlier but no honestly it does and i mean it just it just flies across or we talked about this before you know you got those jets anything with an intake and it's sucking air if you're out of the water 
Yeah. You're not moving forward and you're losing that momentum. That's why a lot of people break them too. That I they think do. is, is that like I watched some cat riding yeah. a brand new four stroke, one mm. of the newer, I'm not going to mention the model plastic boats yeah, that have just come out. And we were sitting in the swim area with the wives. And at one point, both of our wives turned to Jake and I, and they're like, I wish you would just go home. <laughs> this guy raised hell on that boat for like an hour and oh, yeah. the thing was is he's just breaking it out and just banging on the rev limiter and it's like hello every time i come out if i can get my poor arthritis prone thumb to let go you know mm-hmm. back off well you get these these guys that go out and pay 10 12 grand for a, a new ski and they just run them so hard i mean they're gonna just bust him up you know i i think that's ridiculous honestly i mean why would you do that truly i mean i'm not gonna do that to any craft i own i mean i just i no. i like my gear and yeah i like to have fun with it but you gotta take care of that's, yourself that's you know you gotta maintain it you i learned that just... from my pops a long time ago right i mean he was he was one of those guys that was always noodling on stuff and taking mm-hmm. care of it and it's just kind of what i learned and yeah go ahead and open it up you know as they say on the internet blow the carbon out yeah. um but you know, don't run it wide open all the time unless you want to break it and repair it. <laughs> well, and I mean, uh, all these new boats are four strokes, right? I don't think you can buy a two stroke. Yeah, I don't maybe think so. Maybe a special order. Maybe. I well, know. I think yeah. some of those outboards. They, some they more have. Future yeah, episode. Couple. Future episode. We're going to talk yeah, about we'll some talk of these about fancy outboards. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I mean, I. I mean, those things just aren't aren't made to run like that. You know, back in the day when you had two stroke and you dumped some oil in and gave it some gas and away you go. <laughs> I mean, you just talk don't have that terrible. anymore. Jeez. I mean, back to that 14-foot Larson, buddy. I mean, I remember the cloud of nasty behind that boat mm-hmm. and just the smell. I mean, every country song sings about it. I oh, mean, absolutely. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. like, I got my 9-9. Blue smoke behind you. Oh, that's Woo. beautiful. Everybody loves sucking some Breathe that deeply, baby. Exhaust. <laughs> Speaking of, and I know we're going to cover this in a future episode, but... Man, I tell you, the boat technology they have today is amazing. I mean, we're seeing outboards that are getting into, like... 400 horse. I mean, just ridiculous. V8s and outboards. Impe- it's, it's impeccable what computer it's, control can do. It's man. absolutely ridiculous. They're finally bringing it to this market. Like just what they've done with cars for a long time. Long, long, long time ago, one of the big, big uh, three had brought, you know, cylinder canceling technology and stuff mm-hmm. like that to the market. And then another of the, the uh, foreign market had brought like the variable valve timing and all those kinds of things to the market. Yep. And now we're starting to finally see that in like some of the outboard technology and it's making the fuel economy just go through the roof. Well, the fuel economy Plus is just driving the horsepower up, which is what we crave, right? We, we want to have a good time, but we don't want to pollute our lakes. So absolutely not freshwater guys. We have this problem really bad, right? E. Coli, you know, algae. We don't want that stuff in our legs. We're the guys that drive up, we find a beach ball, we mm-hmm. pick it up. We yep. find a piece of trash, we pick it up. You know what I'm saying? And and it better motors are great. And it's not just inland stuff anymore. I mean, look at Lake Erie. I mean, recent is about a year or two ago. I mean, they had a lot of yeah, issues up there. I mean, that's serious did. stuff. Now, again, there's other factors in play here that we won't take time to get into. But, I, I mean, you're right. All that stuff adds into it. And it's, it's great to see that boating technology is getting the point where, you know, they're you know, allowing, they're getting to the point where things are, are much safer 
to yeah. boat, which is great, safer for the environment, safer to be out there on the water. I mean, these are public resources, right? We're all sharing this stuff. Yeah, we all got to play our part. So, um, which we might we might do an episode at some point uh, in time true. carefully about, about boat yeah. safety yeah. and like you know, please go take the boater safety course that oh, I've actually please. taken, even I'm, though I don't have to because I was born well after 1983 in the state of Ohio. You brought it up. That's a great point. I mean, <laughs> you know, every state has their own laws and regulations, and obviously there's there's Coast Guard requirements, but it. Yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, the number of people I've seen out there that just think they can jump in and, and drive a boat because they can drive a car, and that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, you got to practice a little there's bit. A, but well, there's a whole there's a set whole of other set rule. of rules. There, there, there's yeah, rules and just just guidelines. Just like and the just, road, and, and just like the road. But I different. want you to boat. I want you to boat. Please boat. Yes. Please come out and tie off yes. with us, right? You know, Jacob absolutely. and I play music all the time. We mm. might be out there just hooking it up, having a good time. Come out and boat with us. Yes. We love everyone. Um, this is a culture. It is a thing like the boat wave. I was reading in one of my boat magazines yes, the, the other boat day. Wave. The yes. boat wave. Yep. It is a thing. It's like driving a Jeep or driving a Stang or driving a, or riding a motorcycle or whatever. You wave. You're a member of <laughs> kind of a special group, right? I mean, you're 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 connecting on something. You know, everybody's we're waving at each other because you know you're out there having fun and you know everybody is at least 50 grand in the hole i mean that's just the way it, i mean that's the boating community right bust out another thousand bust baby out at least i mean i mean you talk about these big boats you know and i oh, like yes, i said sir. that's my dream that's what it takes just to fuel her up have you that leave. have that carver c37 coupe man she's a beautiful yes, boat. love the lines but she I'm sucks gas like a dinosaur, right? Two power plants, a Jenny. Absolutely. You know, solar Absolutely. on the top deck, you know. I mean, uh, like three or four, maybe five radio antennas for me because I'm totally nerdy like that. Oh, absolutely. Big old, beautiful chrome surround. Oh, like, man, what are they? That I don't even know what to call a big boat. Like, what, what's the thing that I can lean against so that I don't fall over the side the on the bow? Hand, the rail? The <laughs> There it is, you know. I don't. I don't get to have that, y'all. So. I know that's that's beautiful stuff. And you know, one thing I love about these big boats. I'm sorry, but it may make me sound kind of like an inexperienced boater. But joystick control and pod drive. Oh, <laughs> you take me to heaven. I mean, this that's... is the guy. By the way, by the way, this is is the guy <laughs> oh, that literally. <laughs> He created his own thruster. Now this is pretty, pretty, pretty awesome, yo. Fair enough. I fair mean, enough. We, right, we will right. likely post a link to all the photos of how this was crafted I think and we created need to. out yeah, of an old trolling to. motor. Yep. He's got a momentary switch, two way, by the way, so you can go forward and reverse. And he hacked this trolling motor in half and put it on the back of this tritune. And you, you tell it, you tell yeah, it. Yeah. So I was thinking, hey, you know, there's a couple spots where. It's a little tough to maneuver, and yeah, she's a twenty-four boat foot boat. You know, you had the outboard on there, so you know you're running about twenty-six feet or so. You know, t- uh, about a stern, and some some places are just a little tight to get in there. I'm sitting there, I got power steering, but I'm just sitting there cranking the wheel over and left and right and left and right trying to maneuver. I'm like, there's got to be an easier way. <laughs> I'm looking at these big boy boats, right? And they've got bow yeah, thrusters and so stern got, thrusters and they got joystick controls and little positioning motors and turn. pods and everything else. I'm like. <laughs> Why can't I have that in a pontoon? What's stop me? So you're absolutely right. I, I hacked apart a trolling motor, 80-pound thrust trolling motor, beefed it up, hooked it up there, popped in some relays, and away we so go. Giggling. And so I back out, and then people always give me this weird look because I'm backing away from the dock, and I put her in neutral, and then I spin in place 360. And everybody's like, what is going on? That's a pontoon. 
I'm like, what? You've never seen? I mean, come it's on, good stuff. Come on, we've we, I, we've got tritunes, we've got LEDs. I've got a I've got an arch. I mean, why can't I have a, a thruster? <laughs> it's cool stuff. So, in uh, perfect transition, yeah, right? We get nice out one. there. We get out there. You know, we we like to take the boat out. We take the kids out. I love to take them to the swimming hole, right? Yeah. Every every Lake Scott one, That's what right? We do. What do we call it? Party Cove, right? You know, everybody <laughs> likes got their name for it, but you know, sandbar, whatever you got. Maybe it's just a beach. Maybe just a you know, some place you go tie off and you know have fun. Um, we we just love to go out there. We happen to be lucky enough to have a little sandbar. So we we'll go out there, pull up, yeah. drop anchor. We do. You drop like five anchors because it's so windy, and, <sighs> and then we just hop out, and it's great. No you doubt. Can, you can take the kids out, get out the inflatables, pull up the ski, you know, ride around. I mean, that's what I love to do. Pump some tunes, yep. sit back, and just enjoy the the the, the good times, the good weather. I think that's my weather. favorite part too. I mean. There's also something to be said about a, a commercialized um, area to boat on versus I, I grew up on a lot of the state parks. And the state parks are kind of fantastic for all the coves that I can go into. Beautiful. So if I want a nice, quiet night and, 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 and those kinds of things or evening or whatever, you know, going into a cove in the deeper water of some of those inland lakes is wonderful. But at the same time, you know, there's this this version of, like you said, you know, we get up in the morning, we go to we go breakfast or lunch or something mm-hmm. at one of the restaurants around the lake. And then yep. we just hang out on the swim area the rest of the day. I mean, that's a good time. It, it is a beautiful time. I mean, you could just hang out there. And I could just stay there all day long. Yeah. Soak up the I sun, take a little guitar with around. me. Yeah. I mean, we just hang we out play and have fun. Reggae and, and just, you I know, think, I think a lot of people do that, but, but I know that, you know, you get on the bigger water. That's hard to do. You yeah. Know, try and do that in Lake Michigan. Well, I hear though, like up at Erie, there's a huge sandbar. Hey, there you go. You know that people go to all the time. So I don't know about this, but because no. I haven't been on it, but the people that I've met in my life that they have that ability up there nice. as well. So it's nice. very nice. It's beautiful. No, I would I would love to get up there and get a craft big enough that I would feel safe going yeah. out on Erie or one of the Great Lakes. I mean. So I'm going down dream. to Cumberland this year. Just oh, so that's you know, beautiful. Since I, you know. Cumberland's beautiful. Now it's one of those I call those those finger lakes, right? You know, you got yeah, all these yeah, little yeah. Tendrils. I like to call them that too. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of cool places down there. A lot, a lot of help, big houseboat lake, right? Yes, a lot of houseboats. Absolutely. Down there. I have been on a houseboat down there at 76 Falls before. Nice. Pretty epic. Nice. That's pretty awesome. Um, what what do you drink when you're out on the boat? I mean, we are boats and bourbon. I mean, so oh man, well you know I'm a hardcore beer drinker, so yeah, that's true. at the end of the day, it's kind of hard to get the beer out of my hands. But uh, you know that always works good in tea bottles. Oops, I didn't give anyone any secrets. Um, honestly, I think you know I like the sparkling drinks and and usually the white wine. I think those work the best on wow. the boat. I think we may have to end this podcast early. I don't know. I, think you just, I don't did take you just, the bourbon out there. I always drink the bourbon later. Like sparkling yeah. drinks? Well, if you rewind like 25 minutes, I was I talking know. about how There's like no I like to go fast and then drink my bourbon. All right, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, we'll give you that. I mean, honestly, when you're boating, there is no wrong drink. And uh, I fully believe it, it has my to match the, at the table. <laughs> has to match the time of year, right? You know, you're going to have gotta have something that's gonna be thirst quenching but you know also refreshing and so that's the thing like so bourbon's not exactly cold right it's not I a, mean, it's not a great i will say this it's not a great drink for taking out unless you're tied off somewhere not We're, on our lake i mean if we had yeah. his beautiful carver i mean oh god shoot i'd have a captain and i'd be like drinking it neat all day 
Absolutely. Oh, that would be beautiful. Uh, one day, one day it's going to happen. One, one day, day we're going to get out there and we're going to well, check it out. But no, I'm, I'm with you. I, I kind of like the beers. And, uh, you know, if we can find any, if I can take out anything, maybe like a, do a little mixed drink, you know, Captain Coke, maybe a little Jack Daniels. We'll see. You know, it just depends. So, um, so yeah, I mean, there's plenty of options out there. Although I know some guys who do the full thing. Have you, have you seen these pontoons with a full bar in it? These things are Dude, crazy. no, but you did for me one barge. with a cabinet in the bottom well, the other yeah, day. I mean, and I'm going, this thing, okay, it legit has a cabin in it. You get down into the center tune, and there is a cabin. Blew my mind. Oh, pontoons have come a long way. I brother. just wanted to know I mean, how much are... drag it was causing compared <laughs> to... See, well, you that's go usually max the, speed the of benefit, 12 miles an hour. I mean, right, because you've seen the kits. Like, oh, yeah. I, So my pops has a pontoon, by the way, which much to his um, you know, chagrin, he would love to have the V-Hall still. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he loves my mama more. And, uh, you know, he's talked about putting a little belly lift on it, which is essentially another tune. Yep. And more anyways, boys, it's all about yep. drag. It's all and, about drag. Um, these boats got a cabin. But you, you saw that one with the cabin. That's why they stick two motors on it. I mean, that's almost more than norm. <laughs> it is make up for it I mean, horsepower. Boy, I tell you, we... Tim we, the Tool Man Taylor. I've seen and a couple more. we got to edit that out. More power. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, honestly, these these pontoons nowadays, I mean, I I told some friends a couple of summer ago, come on, my pontoon. And they're like, oh, really, pontoon? Really, seriously? Then they saw my boat, and they're like, oh. Well, that's that's not my mom's pontoon. I'm like, no, this is. No, I mean, this is serious. You do not have your mom's pontoon. Uh, not that I would necessarily, but I've seen people take them out in the Great Lakes. I mean, oh. it's definitely doable. I know, I know what you're thinking, I but I've seen V-Hole. people doing it. I would want to be my bow too. cover on, which I didn't mention earlier. Yeah, I'd, I'd get my 37 footer to go. My out radio, there, it's just me with yeah, my me. Coast Guard ID tied to my GPS. Uh, so I press a red button and they come and get me. I was gonna say you might as well just attach the toe tag so they can By identify the way, your body. Folks, you should have a flare gun, a distress flag, a whistle. Um, what else is supposed to be in the space? I think a signal. Did you say a signal? I said a flare. A flare. Okay, yeah, a flare. flare of, uh, uh, yeah, a day a flag. and nighttime distress. Now again, and this all depends on the size of your boat. So check yeah, Coast Guard requirements absolutely. because it does vary based upon the size of your boat so you gotta make sure you have the proper safety equipment and of course as always even though we are avid boating enthusiasts for god's sakes people take the take the life jackets i mean even if you're not wearing them obviously your boat has to be equipped but for god's sakes keep the kids in the life jackets you know i mean that's one of my biggest boating pet peeves see people running around on boats i'm pretty hard kids not in life jackets drives me insane It, it it does me too they they don't know what they don't know. No, just just be safe out there, people. Uh, too many times we hear of those types of accidents that happen, and it's just it's it's not because people aren't aren't necessarily being safe. It's just accidents happen. You know you what I like be... to do in the case of the life vest thing? Yeah, there are rules based on the length of your craft. So the rules based off the length of your craft say whether you have to wear a vest full time or not. If you're on a longer craft. Go ahead and drag the vests out and clip them to the handles. Mm-hmm. There you go. That way you're not wearing them all the time. There you go. Expert advice from the captain. Uh, we should probably throw a disclaimer that Brian has sunk a boat before in the past. So I don't... Wait a goddamn minute. We're going to cover that in a future episode. <laughs> we we kind of ran out of time for today. That never but, happened, by the way. Um, but we'll definitely cover that in a future episode. So, it I, was you know, my Lego boat when yeah, I was a kid. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
anyway, we appreciate everybody joining us. We're, we're yeah, glad you totally. guys jumped in here and kind of listened to us kind of ramble on. Put up with it. We guys hope you guys are going to join us for uh, for the next episode. Um, again, we'll be talking more about uh, boats and bourbon, you know, our favorite stuff. Hopefully talking about uh, uh, maybe some, some engine sizes, maybe some of the new trends in boating. Um, and really, you know, we're open to, uh, to commentary. So um, if you guys are interested in more information, go ahead and hit up, hit up uh, boatsandbourbon.com. You can head our website, throw out some suggestions, and uh, we'll be glad to talk about it. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thanks, guys. Boat safe. Take care. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.